Hey, hey, this is Lizzie, your personal vitality coach, and this podcast is about you. Yes, it really is about you. Every week, there's a brief message with a series of questions to help you hear yourself. We spend so much time listening to what other people say and watching what other people do. This space is a few minutes for you to step outside of what other people say and do. Figure out what you need to say and do to flourish and thrive. Consider this your weekly identity check-in day. This, my friend, is about you. Hey, hey, it's Lizzie here, and I'm thrilled you're listening in. As your vitality coach, I'm here to facilitate the newness of Vita or life within you. Vita means life. I am a certified health and life coach, a social worker, a mother of four, a fitness instructor, and I am passionate about Vita, my friends. Vita, vitality, vital, they all come from the same Latin root, which means life. Something that is vital is of great importance, and you, my friend, are of great importance. The care you put towards learning to listen to yourself and what you need is of great importance. This podcast is about you, my friend. It is about you showing up to ask yourself some questions so that you know what the next best steps are to flourishing. When you flourish, you're growing expanding, and you are filled with vitality, filled with energy, strength, and life. So here it is, your weekly moment to check in. When was the last time you asked yourself some meaningful questions anyways? If it's been a while, the party starts now. Okay, so today's episode has questions designed to help you identify where to start when it comes to your feelings of burnout and exhaustion. What can you learn from those feelings? Today, you'll learn what the symptoms of burnout are, a little bit more talk about what flourishing means, and then there will be questions to help you identify the ways you are feeling the most exhausted and how to identify your next best best steps towards flourishing. Should we do this? Let's go. So question for you, when do you feel most exhausted? Are you feeling exhausted right now? If you are, I see you with eyes of compassion, my friend. This feeling is part of being human, and I would be lying if I tried to convince you that I don't feel exhausted sometimes. It seems with the rate at which our culture is demanding energy from us, it's impossible not to feel this exasperating emotion. Exhaustion means we are drained, completely used up, depleted, or spent, worn out, weary, and consumed. I teach spiritual growth classes to some teenagers, and this week I asked them what they think the difference is between the challenges they're facing right now and the challenges their parents faced when they were in high school. And after our discussion, the conclusion was that the challenges are pretty similar, but 
With the internet and social media, they're amplified and louder. And many of the challenges don't have to be sought out or found. Instead, the challenges kind of just come at you constantly and live in your pocket, in front of your face, consistently tugging at your attention and energy. It's challenging to find refuge and respite these days. And the interesting thing is teenagers are noticing this. They haven't even hit the stress of being an adult yet. What is constantly tugging at your attention right now that's draining you and depleting you? When we can't find a respite, we feel we're going to drown. And this leads to burnout. Today, I'm going to list some classic symptoms of burnout. And your task is to identify which ones apply to you most right now in your life. Get curious. Curiosity leads to innovation, like I always said. I always say. So let's get curious. Ask yourself where these symptoms show up in your life. First symptom, a lot of things in your life feel stressful. And the key here is a lot of things. There will always be one thing that feels stressful, but does everything feel stressful right now? There's a main feeling inside right now, a feeling that life is overwhelming, chaotic, and out of control. So that's the first symptom, that a lot of things in your life feel stressful. Number two, you are overworking. You feel spread thin, like you can't get all the things done that are required of you, and you can't get a break from that feeling, even when you're on vacation or it's the weekend. Are you overworking? Is that the feeling you feel? Number three, you are feeling undervalued. You have this underlying ache inside that tells you what you do is meaningless. And you feel resentment towards your roles and the lack of appreciation you receive. Number four, you feel like life is too monotonous. You're feeling a bit like a robot. Checking off boxes, boxes, writing to-do lists that don't really excite you, and you feel under-challenged or overstimulated. Number five, you struggle to focus. Your mind wanders when you're doing simple tasks. You procrastinate a lot of things, and you feel overwhelmed by all the choices and information. Last one, number six, you feel physically and emotionally tired out most of the time. You're sluggish, fatigued, sick of trying, numb, or extra sensitive emotionally. Those are the symptoms of burnout, my friend. Which one or ones stand out to you the most right now in your life? I'll state them again in case you need a moment to soak them in. Which ones are feeling most dominant in your life right now. Number one, a lot of things feel stressful. Number two, you're overworking. Number three, feeling undervalued. Number four, feeling like life is too monotonous. Number five, struggling to focus. Number six, feeling emotionally and physically tired out most of the time. These symptoms are often humming in the background of life and they're symptoms of deeper issues. Now I say deeper because that means to me that 
They require digging. The real issues require some digging. Digging to me means getting curious and looking inward at ourselves from the inside. Listening to ourselves and hearing the clues about what we really want and need. This digging is a process. And this little episode is actually not long enough to dive into what all this might be for you. But hopefully, all the episodes combined can help you dive into your inner experience to understand what shifts you might need to make. For today, we will identify which symptoms you're feeling so you can bring awareness to them and get curious. And when you bring awareness and you get curious, you are ready to dig. Which symptoms of burnout are you experiencing the most right now? Maybe state it out loud, write it down. Let it sink in your mind. Stating it can help you feel validated and heard for a moment. Hear yourself right now. When we are heard, we can heal. If I were sitting next to you, I would hear in silence and reverence what you're saying right now. You would be saying, what would you be saying? Right now, I feel what? What is that symptom you're feeling right now? What is it on this list that I just mentioned that you are feeling most prominently? Allow it to be there and be known for a moment right now. This is your opportunity to know this about yourself and use it as a springboard for growth. What we ultimately all want is to flourish, right? We want to experience an extra touch of beauty or joy along this demanding journey we're on. We want to feel we are growing and blossoming like a flower. Flowers are used for decoration and ornament. Ornamentation, maybe is the better way to say that. So we use flowers to decorate things, make them special. They also grow and they blossom. They're not constantly in bloom. There are times and seasons when flowers are more present in life and times when the seeds are being planted for them to be present. Now, to flourish means to revive or bring back to strength, energy, and life, to vitality. When we are flourishing, we are expanding and progressing. But like the seed of the flowers, there are seasons where we have to delve into the dark mystery and learn what it means to push toward the light. What if your symptoms of burnout were a springboard for you to launch off into prosperity and towards light? What if they were the soil or dirt you need to really identify and establish what you are trying to grow and create in your life? What if these symptoms weren't all bad? Does this analogy about the flourishing flowers shift anything in your mind about these symptoms of burnout? Living with these symptoms without listening to them is a form of conflict. And that's exhausting and it's miserable. But when you learn to listen, you begin to align your ears, your mind, and your heart to information so that it can teach you. So instead of just complaining 
pushing it aside and ignoring it, practice stating what your symptoms are and seeing the symptoms as soil for cultivating the next level of growth and beauty in your life. Listen to the information. Get digging for reals. I see this as a process, though. I mean, flourishing is a process, my friends. It's not really a place you arrive at. It's the ability to blossom over and over again from the challenges that seem to be wearing you out and putting you into a dormant cycle of winter. So today, let's answer some questions together. Get out a notebook, papers, a note on your phone, something to write down the answers for yourself so that you can begin hearing yourself and make this personal. Questions for you. Number one, what symptom of burnout would you like to listen to and learn from today? So you remember those symptoms. Which one would you like to learn from today? I'll state those symptoms again. A lot of things feel stressful. You're overworking. You're feeling undervalued. Feeling like life is too monotonous. Struggling to focus. Physically and emotionally tired out most of the time. Which one of these do you want to focus on today? Which one would you like to listen to and learn from? Write it down. Say it. Identify it. Now you have the opportunity to look at your symptom and listen. Listen to yourself. When you look at that symptom, what feeling would you like to experience instead? Practice a little reversal on this to help you get clarity around what you really want and need. When there's some sort of complaint or conflict or something in life that doesn't feel right, it's important to put the words out and then try to reverse those words so you can get clear about what you really do want instead. So often we have this negativity bias and we just keep focusing on what's going wrong and what we don't want. Instead, focus on what it is you want to be experiencing instead. A reversal might look like this. So if you are feeling undervalued and you have resentment, reversing that might be something like using words of gratitude and value. You want to experience more gratitude and value feel valued. If monotonous, if that is the word that was written down, that's what you're feeling. Maybe if you reverse that, you might be wanting to experience some fun, excitement, and feel that things are interesting, stimulating. If you're struggling to focus, reverse it. Maybe you want mental clarity and passion. If life is feeling chaotic, Maybe what you want is more predictability and order. If you're overworking and spread thin, maybe what you do want is you do want to work, but not overwork. So you want to work and you want to be spread thickly on things that really matter to you. So practice that with your symptom of burnout that you're experiencing right now. Look at the words, maybe even look up in a dictionary some opposite words to describe, to try to get to the root of what you really are wanting to experience and create instead. Now, the third question, 
What does the most exhausted version of yourself need? So imagine you, the most exhausted version of you in your life. And in those moments, what do you really need or want? Look into your heart. See yourself here. What do you really need when you feel the most exhausted? If you're always approaching your self-care from a viewpoint where you assume you have lots of energy and time, you will be in conflict with what you are really experiencing. So start from the most exhausted version of yourself and identify what you need. Maybe you just need some nourishment, (laughs) some sort of food, or maybe you need a rest or you need a change of some sort. You need some validation. What do you need when you're in that most exhausted state? When you come from that place, you'll be more likely to find something that hits deeper and is more possible for you right now. For me, when I ask this question, it often has to do with me needing to be silly or dancing or being excited in some spazzy way. And that might seem opposite to you when you feel completely exhausted. That probably is not what some people want and need. But this is why it's a personal thing, right? For me, that's something I've learned when I feel totally exhausted. I need something like that. Because adulting tends to push me out of that. And my personality needs that to feel energized. For a client of mine, the most exhausted version of her knows she needs in that moment to say no, to be able to say no to some things, to cancel some things, to take a break. Another client said that this is something that they when they feel exhausted, they need to be heard. They need to connect with an intimate friend to feel supported in that way, emotionally. Maybe it is literally a nap or a moment to rest your body and mind. So identify what some of those things are that you need when you are the most exhausted, the most exhausted version of yourself. Imagine that and try to identify what some of those things are that you might need. And sometimes they might be different in different scenarios in your mind, but notice those themes of what you need, the most exhausted version of yourself. What is that? Now, the next question is this. What is one step that takes two minutes you can do today to nurture this need in your life. So you've identified some needs you need when you're most exhausted. What can you do in two minutes? Yes, two minutes. I know. Does that seem crazy? The reason why I say two minutes is because the best way to simplify is to simplify. So let's identify something that can be done in two minutes or less and build from there. When we start with the smallest version of what we need, it is easier to see how it can become possible on a larger scale. So when we come from a place of what we would need when we're very most exhausted and we start with a task that is the very simplest, then we can set ourselves up for success on a larger scale. We can feel a sense of possibility. So if you need to connect, like my client, 
Something that can be done in two minutes is call your friend and tell them what you want and need and you just have two minutes or schedule a time to hang out with that friend. If you need a little spaz in your life like I do, jump up and dance or do some kettlebell swings for two minutes or sing a funky song out loud. If it is to rest, set a timer on your phone for two minutes and close your eyes. Breathe. Let yourself see what that feels like to just rest and relish in it for two minutes. That's your task. Find something you can do for two minutes. Last question number five. Is this two-step, two-minute step in alignment with your burnout symptom? Or is it in alignment with the reverse version of it? So really what I'm trying to say is, This two-minute step, is it in alignment with what you're trying to create or is it in alignment with you being burned out? Chances are it's in alignment with what you're trying to create. Chances are it will give you a little momentum to actually reverse the symptoms of burnout you're feeling and launch yourself towards a new level of flourishing. There's possibility in this two-minute moment to honor your most exhausted self? Those are your questions. And as always, I invite you to write them down and give them a place in your heart and let yourself see your personal words in front of you. Writing things down is a way to listen. It is particularly helpful also if there's no one around you who will listen to Hire a coach or find somebody who will listen. If you are curious about what that could look like, about hiring a coach, maybe even a vitality coach like me, reach out and email me. My email is lizzie, L-I-Z-Z-I-E at lovedaycoaching.com. Or you can even hit the calendar link in the show notes and schedule a free curiosity call with me and we can talk. Another fun option is to email me and let me know you are interested in being on this podcast and doing some coaching for one of the upcoming episodes with me. This is a new idea I've been experimenting with and I need some volunteers. Perhaps it would be helpful to hear someone else on the podcast answer the questions in real time so that you can see how it can help you. If you're interested in possibly being one of those people, email me and let's get talking. Step into the fear and try something new. You can find my email in those fun show notes. Also in the show notes, you can also sign up to get on the waitlist for my new online group coaching course called the Energy Circle, Five Months to Flourishing. If you sign up, you'll receive some emails with more information as it develops. And this course is basically designed to help you to get momentum on these types of questions and spend five months weekly checking in and having a group of people also that you can bounce ideas off of with to create a sense of community and to have one-on-one coaching with me. I would love to have your ideas on how to make this podcast and the online group course content the best out there. If you have ideas or questions or feedback, write a review and you can also email me. 
I really do want to call you my friend. Navigating life alone is so low energy. Let's rally together to untangle the mind and live with vitality. You can also follow me on Instagram at lovedaycoaching. Oh, today begin learning from your symptoms of burnout and learning from the most exhausted version of yourself. Listen to yourself for real and take one simplified step towards flourishing. You are vital, my friend. You can allow vitality to be your experience. This, my friend, is about you.